professional or amateur athlete is injured, time to treatment is critical. That's why more tri-state schools and coaches trust the trainers and doctors of Beacon Orthopedics. In fact, more than 30 high schools, club, college, and pro teams choose Beacon Orthopedics as their official medical providers. On the sidelines and in the operating room, we get athletes back in the game safely and quickly with comprehensive sports medicine care. At Beacon Orthopedics, we care for the pros, student-athletes, and weekend warriors every day. Well, the weather outside the WCPO studio certainly makes it feel like January, even though we're just approaching mid-November. But coming up a little later, we'll talk with Baden head football coach Nick Yorty. But first, we're going to talk high school girls basketball today with Ohio Girls Basketball Report Director Bryce McKee. Bryce, thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having us again. We're going to talk about a lot of the top area teams and players around the city of Cincinnati here. As always, this WCPO High School Insider Podcast is presented by our local Chick-fil-A restaurants. Catering is Chick-fil-A's winning play of the game, perfect for your holiday parties. Order today in the app. As always, you can get this WCPO High School Insider Podcast on Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever you get your Apple Podcasts. And uh, the Ohio girls basketball season if you haven't been paying attention, it begins next week. Uh, it starts November 22nd, and uh, a fabulous event that the Ohio Girls Basketball Report puts on uh, each year. The Journey to the Tourney will be hosted by Lakota West this season. Uh, some excellent games, um, talking about uh, uh, November 23rd and 24th that weekend. If, if you are a fan of basketball, you definitely want to be in Westchester that weekend. And Bryce, first of all, I uh, want to bring you into the conversation here about that event specifically, and uh, what, do, what do you like most this about this year's journey to the tourney? Yeah, we're really excited. Um, the Lakota West community does a great job hosting the event. Um, very hospitable. We're very grateful to have them be a big part of it. Um, you know, they always have a really solid team and fan base as well. Um, ton of local talent this year in Dayton, Cincinnati. So we'll be showcasing a lot of those teams. And then I'm um, actually today, the max preps top 25 preseason poll came out and the two um, out of state teams. We have new hope from uh, Maryland and Hamilton Heights from Tennessee, who was um, at classic in the country last year, um, are ranked one and two. So to be able to have um, those level of teams come in and play against Ohio's best is really, you know, a testimony to the, the level of teams that we have in the events and the, um, you know, the town that we have here in Ohio. And obviously New Hope is going to be playing Mountain Notre Dame on that Saturday night uh, at 6 p.m. And Lakota West will be playing Hamilton Heights uh, at 7.30 p.m. that same evening on that Saturday. So uh, these are some marquee games uh, as always. And a lot of college coaches will be there, too, from what I understand. Uh, that's usually yeah, I'm really excited this year. Typically, this has been a Thanksgiving weekend event. Um, but with the season moving up a week earlier this year, we thought we'd move it up as well um, to opening weekend. And I think it will really free up more college coaches to be able to come because they're not out on you know huge trips to the Virgin Islands or Bahamas or whatever with their teams. So most of them will play either Saturday or Sunday. But we're hoping you know on their off day they come through. We've had a really good response so far. And OGBR uh, released its state rankings uh, this past weekend. No surprise, defending Division One state champion Mount Notre Dame uh, is ranked number one there in Division One. Uh, they're ranked number thirteenth nationally by Max Preps. And uh, let's just start with uh, the Cougars, Bryce. Uh, no surprise there with the amount of talent that they return. Um, yeah, talk about absolutely. some of their top players. Yeah, Mount Notre Dame is going to be you know really good again. Obviously, um, graduated two really good players in Gabby Marshall and Julie Heffling, but return. Um, the majority of their backcourt, you've got Makaira Cook, who I think is the best point guard in the state um, as a senior. Um, Layla Filia, another junior who's really, really good. And then KK Bransford, who is top five in the country nationally. So I don't think there's probably a better backcourt in the country. Um, 
And, you know, they've brought in some new talent as well, um, some freshmen and, you know, really rounded out their roster. I think, um, you know, they're the clear favorite in Division One in Ohio. And, um, you know, they're in the driver's seats as long as they continue to work hard and do what they do. If you don't mind, maybe some fans who have only watched during the high school season, during the winter season, can you talk a little bit about those three in the backcourt, but KK, Layla, and Makaira, maybe how they've improved over the summer and the fall? Sure. Makaira, um, you know, is your consummate point guard who can run a team. She can score. She's really vocal. She's just a great leader. Um, so I think she has a nice calming presence about her, too. When things do get tough, she can kind of keep everybody together. Um, this summer, she really scored at a high level. Um, she was one of the best defensive players that we've seen. Um, so she really can just run a team. Um, KK and Layla, you know, they're so big as guards, too. Their length is incredible to go up against. Um, so on both ends, it, it poses a ton of problems. But, um, you know, Layla's mid-range jump shot is really good. She's one of the best rebounding guards in the state. Um, KK, an incredible athlete, you know, can get to the rim, can shoot the three, can do a little bit of everything. Um, you know, it's a nightmare to game plan against them. And um, look forward to seeing how they match up. Definitely, definitely want to mention Lakota West there, ranked uh, number two, uh, ranked in your OGBR rankings as well. And uh, they play number two nationally ranked Hamilton Heights, as I mentioned earlier. Um, Coach Andy Fishman, you never want to count him out. Uh, they have an excellent uh, core of returning players. Nevea Dean, Chance Gray. Can you talk about the Firebirds a little bit? Yeah, I think the the saying for, for the Lakota West program is always tradition doesn't graduate. You know, they've been a incredible force in Ohio for 10 plus years. Um, so they're always competitive. Um, you know, they did graduate a lot of their, um, you know, supplemental, I would say, players that have gone around with Nevaeh and Chance. But Nevaeh and Chance are a really great combo. Nevaeh also had a big summer, can really score inside, um, you know, the glue to any team, really. Um, Chance is one of the best shooters in the state, but really has worked on getting to the rim a lot as well and can score in a variety of ways. So you know, they're always going to be a really good defensive team. They're going to game plan, uh, really well coached and, um, you know, a tough out in the tournament. We had National Signing Day, obviously, today. And uh, one of the programs here in Cincinnati that had a, multiple signees was uh, Mercy McCauley. Uh, they're in uh, uh, number 10 position, tied with Gahanna Lincoln there in the OGBR rankings. Lexi Fleming, Ashley Tudor, uh, senior forward Alex Smith. Uh, talk about uh, what Nick Baltimore has there with Mercy McCauley this year. Hey, Nick's done an incredible job. He um, you know, runs a lot of the Princeton offense stuff, which is really hard to guard. Um, they teach it really well. They run their stuff really well. So... They're really structured. Um, you know, they make sure their best players get the right shots at the right times. They're really good defensively. Um, he does a great job game planning. I just think they, um, you know, they, they're kind of a team that I think can move up in those rankings as well. Um, you know, gave Mount Notre Dame all they could handle a couple times last year. And um, those should be great games in league play as well. I got uh, some teams on the bubble here in the OGBR rankings. Again, preseason rankings, so a lot can change. Mason, Loveland, Princeton, and Walnut Hills. Uh, uh, what do you see from uh, some of those teams and maybe some top players out of that group? Yeah, Mason's really young this year, so it'll be fun to follow their growth throughout the season. Coach Matula does an incredible job as well. Um, Loveland, I think, with Jillian Hayes, gives them a chance in any game. One of the best players in Cincinnati going to the University of Cincinnati. Um, Princeton, I think is probably the one on the bubble that could move up the quickest. Um, they had a great regular season last year, have a ton of talent coming back, a new freshman point guard and Soleil Williams. Um, so they, they definitely have a ton of talent. Jill does a great job has been to the final four and won the state championship. So 
I think they have kind of the pieces to move up out of that group of teams pretty quickly. They play Berlin Highland, a traditional um, power at Durning to the tourney as well. So that could be a statement game for them as well. Speaking of UC in Division Two, Roger Bacon is number four in the OGBR rankings, and they have a junior power forward, Clar- Clarissa Craig, who's verbally committed uh, to UC. Uh, before we kind of go into Roger Bacon, what do you see from this UC program, and uh, what do you like about uh, the recruits that they're going to be getting here in the next few years? Yeah, Coach Clarkhart has done a great job recruiting um, in-state. Um, she's made it a priority. Um, they had an incredible year last year for her first year, I think. Um, you know, really picking up and um, getting the most out of that team. She's, you know, an intense coach that gets the best out of her players. Um, you know, so it's really been fun to watch them take the next steps and get back to recruiting Ohio at a high level. Um, you know, getting in on some of the elite players recruiting-wise. And um, her staff does a great job as well. So, um, Clarissa will be a huge part of their future. She, you know, has a chance to be really, really special there. Um, her and Jillian will be a great combo for sure. Obviously we mentioned Roger Bacon and then division three Purcell Marion and Waynesville. Uh, what do you like, uh, out of those two teams? Yeah. Purcell had a really good year last year and I think, um, you know, they're really well coached. They, they have a good amount of talent. Um, you know, they, they play a fairly tough schedule. I think it just prepares them. Uh, to be successful. And then um, Waynesville, you know, had a great year as well. And I think returns a core of their team where, you know, they have that experience of making a deep tournament run and can hopefully do so again. What do you see just around the state, Bryce? I mean, obviously uh, here locally, I think, you know, the road to Columbus, so certainly in Mount Notre Dame's favor here just in the preseason. But uh, what do you see around the, around the state in terms of talent? Yeah, Cincinnati Dayton is definitely the strongest in Division I. Um, there's some other really good teams out of Columbus um, as an example. Uh, you know, you have Pickerington Central, who's been there, played Mount Notre Dame um, last year in the championship. Newark's really solid again this year. Gahanna Lincoln is really senior laden, so this could be kind of their year to make a run. Um, Toledo Notre Dame has been to, I want to say, six out of seven Final Fours from the Northwest region. And then you have your Glen Oak, Hoover, McKinley, um, Hoban, that group of teams. East Lake North had a really good run last year out of the Northeast that uh, all of those teams can compete. But Southwest is really strong as far as that goes. Um, Division four, I think, is probably the most interesting and most competitive this year. And in that one small area, you have Minister Tri-Village, Fort Loramita, just battle it out all the time. Um, and th- those teams are all really solid as well as Cornerstone Christian up in Cleveland. So Division four will be, I think, really interesting to watch as well. Appreciate all your time and perspective, Bryce. How do people get tickets for uh, Journey to Attorney and remind them the dates again and the starting times? Yeah, we just sat on the door at Lakota West. Um, first game is at 9 a.m. Last game is at 7.30 p.m., I believe. Um, so eight games a day, it's $10 at the door. Um, for adults, $5 for students, 10 and under are free. Um, we'd love to see everybody out there at Lakota West um, next Saturday and Sunday. Ton of talent, ton of great teams, great hospitality, and we hope to see everybody there. Ohio Girls Basketball Report Director Bryce McKee, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Thanks, Bryce. A reminder, this WCPO High School Insider podcast is presented by our local Chick-fil-A restaurants where the winning play is always chicken. Go for the extra point with their side of their macaroni and cheese. And I want to talk football now. Obviously, the regional semifinals. We have 11 Cincinnati area teams still alive in the Ohio High School football playoffs in the second round this week. Obviously, moves to the neutral sites. And one of those teams is in Division Three. Baden will take on Alter Friday night at Monroe in a Division Three regional semifinal. Please be joined by Baden head football coach Nick Yorty. Nick, thanks for joining me on the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. How's your day going? Hey, no problem. It's, it's good. It's going well. Hey, if you're still practicing this time of year, 
Uh, no matter what the weather is, you know, we'll take it. So that's always a good sign. More like January than it is uh, week 12, obviously, <laughs> Nick. So uh, first of all, just before I kind of get into your team, I mean, how, how uh, I know every team around the area has had to adjust and uh, kind of make uh, some accommodations for their practice times this week. Uh, how has the Baden football program uh, worked around the weather? Yeah, it's uh, been a little bit of a challenge for us. We don't, uh, we're one of the few schools that don't have turf, so it uh, makes it even a little bit more difficult. But um, we have uh, the PFAC building behind our school with the Fitness Family Activity Center, and um, that's got two auxiliary gyms. We play a lot of CYO basketball in there, you know, over the weekends and stuff like that. So we've been fortunate enough to have that building, and um, we've been practicing inside there. So it's, it's it gets the job done, but, you know, obviously it'd be a little bit better to be out in the elements a little bit, be able to throw the ball outside. But, um, hey, we'll uh, we'll take whatever we can get. This is a common question I ask uh, football coaches, especially deep in the playoffs. I mean, how do you keep practice fresh? Because we all know, I mean, whether you're undefeated and or whether or not you have three or four losses – in week 12, it's all about keeping your players healthy and, and focused and ready to go for that Friday night. And it's, it, it's cold. It gets dark earlier. How have you kind of kept things uh, uh, new uh, and fresh as far as, uh, you know, week 12 goes with your guys? Yeah, you know, it is a challenge. Um, but, you know, I think um, we, we talk to the kids. I guess a whole nother season at this point when you get into the postseason. And um, I learned a lot of that stuff from, from Harvey Crafts at the time we had together at Mount Healthy. And, um, you know, we've done a little bit more film study this week just to kind of try to keep kids a little bit locked in um, as well. And then, you know, the other thing I, we talk about is, you know, at this point of the year, if you're still playing, you know, that's that's motivation enough. And, and we um, we kind of harp on that a little bit. And if we have to be on our kids to be moving around at practice, then, you know, we're, we're in trouble. And, and the kids have responded to that. They've stayed locked in. And, um, you know, we're excited to still be playing right now. Obviously, a huge win over Ross last week, 46-14 to 14 there in the regional quarterfinals. Senior quarterback Zach Schweitzer threw for two touchdowns, rushed for another, and senior running back Alex DeLong rushed 15 times for 123 yards and two touchdowns for the Baden Rams. Coach, before we look ahead to Alter on Friday night, uh, what were you most happy with uh, in that win over Ross? Um, I think the biggest thing for us is we thought about coming out and getting off to a fast start, and... Um, you know, Josh Hageman kid, he returned opening kickoff for us, which really kind of set the tone, you know, right off the bat. And, um, you know, just the, the overall intensity that our kids had with coming out of the locker room. You know, that's a, it's a big rivalry game for us on top of being in the playoffs. And uh, having played those guys in week one and, and lost by a point in overtime, you know, to come out in, in week 10 or week 11 like that, you know, and, and get off to that fast start, it was, it was very pleasing, and um, it's definitely something we've got to make sure we do again, you know, this Friday. Obviously, this Friday night's a rematch of the October 4th game in which Baden uh, defeated Alter 42-7, to but uh, I'm pretty sure you might say that that seems like a lifetime ago now, uh, Coach. Uh, what, what's been your message to your players this week as they get ready to, to lock in against uh, Alter? Yeah, you know, Alter is, I mean, what, what do you say about those guys? They're, they're here year after year, you know, and... Um, you know, they got they hit a little bit of a dry stall kind of in the middle of the year, but um, have, have rebounded themselves. And, and, you know, right now they're playing just like um, the, the alter teams that, that we expect to face year after year, and um, they're getting after it. They're flying around, and, you know, we, we don't anticipate a game like what happened week six. Um, we obviously love to take that, but, sure. um, you know, it's a, it's a totally different alter team right now, and, and they're used to being in the playoffs. Being in this situation before, and um, we're definitely expecting the best from them. 
And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a GCL game, you know, and it doesn't matter who you're playing, but when you're playing Alter and, and Week 12 in the playoffs, you know, it's, it's going to be a battle. Can you talk about your guys a little bit, uh, Coach, there, especially on the offensive side of the ball? Uh, what do you like most about the way you guys are playing? Yeah, we, um, you know, there's no secret around here that, uh, you know, we got off to a little bit of a, of a slow start, and um, we're 0-2 to start the year, and um, we changed some things up, and um, the biggest thing for for us was, you know, our kids buying into that and um, kind of switching up from a, from a wishbone offense, based offense, Ron Heavy, to um, now being a lot more spread out and um, just the way our kids have responded to that. And, uh, and I've really just been like sponges soaking up the information, you know, the, the plays, the play calling, and, and those type of things. Is, I'm, I'm really proud of them for what they've been able to do. And who's playing well for you defensively right now? Um, you know, it'd be a shame to try to point out one kid. You know, our, our defense from, from week um, – three on has really stepped up and they've, they've played some really good football here um, past couple weeks. But, uh, you know, we, we've got some, some good linebackers. Um, Evan Slinsker primarily in the middle has done a tremendous job this year um, and did the same thing last year. And we, we needed that from him. We expected that from him. And then, you know, we got our, we got some guys up front. Our D line has been playing really well especially the past, you know, three or four weeks with um, getting off the ball, creating a new line of scrimmage, and, um, and getting after it. So um, I'm really just proud of all those guys, to be honest with you. And, Coach, before I let you go, what's it been like just around the school and, and, and the community there, uh, the support for the Baden football program? And uh, obviously in Week 12, uh, you know, a lot of great things happening for the Rams. Uh, what's it been like just the reaction that you've received and your players have received around the community? Yeah, you know, it's been great. You know, I think at any high school at this point in time, you know, the community really rallies around that and supports it. And, um, you know, it's no different for us. I mean, we've got a lot of a lot of alumni, you know, coming back around, sending emails, text messages, those type of things. And, um, you know, there's just the, the kids in general, just a lot more energy. It's been more energy in the school during the day and then obviously, you know, carrying over into practice. And, and that's the big thing is this carrying that energy over into practice and, and getting prepared to play football game. Baden head football coach, Nick Yordi. Nick, I really appreciate your time and perspective. Best of luck to the Rams on Friday night. All right. I appreciate it. Thanks for everything you do. Thanks, Nick. Uh, again, uh, pleased to be joined by Baden head football coach, Nick Yordi there on the WCPO high school insider podcast. Again, another momentous uh, weekend ahead for high school football week 12, the regional semifinals, just 11 teams remaining in the Cincinnati area. We'll have all the bases covered for you Friday and Saturday. And then obviously into the regional final pairings that get announced by the OHSA on Sunday afternoon. I'll be out at uh, Princeton high school on Friday night as Colerain, will play Fairfield for the second time in three weeks. Believe it or not, uh, this Greater Miami Conference rivalry gets renewed once again after Colerain defeated Fairfield 20-16 to in overtime week 10. And obviously everybody knows the Cardinals won their record 20th consecutive GMC title. Uh, but certainly this is for uh, a trip to the regional championship game. And our, our area is certainly guaranteed to have somebody in the state semifinals because all local teams remain. St. Xavier and Elder will meet for the 101st time on the gridiron also on Friday night at Mason. Division 2, we have LaSalle and Harrison. Obviously in Division 3, we just mentioned Baden and Division 4. On Saturday night, uh, we'll have a, a Wyoming-Indian Hill matchup at Princeton, and Roger Bacon takes on Germantown Valley View there at Lakota West. And in Division 5, Taft uh, will play West Liberty Salem as Taft uh, is fresh off of their first playoff win in program history. And the first since any public schools 
football program to win a playoff game since 1993, believe it or not. So uh, best of luck to all our Cincinnati area teams. We'll have much more coverage for you uh, on this podcast next week. Thanks for watching and thanks for listening.